Hi, my name is Isis and I am an adult child. Hi, I love seeing the hands waving. Um, I'm also going to just go ahead and set my own timer. So by accepting and reuniting with the vulnerable child we keep hidden inside, we begin to heal the broken pieces of our shattered selves and become whole human beings capable of interacting in the world with confidence and trust. Uh, so I want to share about how I, uh, one, one technique that I found really helpful with um, connecting with my inner child or inner children um, and with the um, sort of lovingly engaging with the inner critical voice, which I um, refer to as the protector parts, um, you know, going along with the idea that my reactions um, at the end of the day seek to protect me from something or someone. Um, I, I first started using this in, in therapy, um, which is another tool, an excellent one. Um, and, but I don't know the, the specific terms for any of these tools other than how they fit in with, um, my ACA program. And again, this is, I'm going to just walk through one possible configuration of, of talking to that inner child, um, so when, when this comes up is if I am having a reaction that for, for some reason I feel is, is disproportionate to the facts. Um, so if, if my feelings in response to something going on, um, my feelings seem bigger than, than kind of what I quote unquote should be feeling or how I should be reacting to it. Um, or when I feel like my something inside of me is choosing how I re respond or react rather than me, the adult, getting to choose that. Um, so if I am reacting rather than acting, essentially. So the the first thing that I, I do is I ask myself, where am I feeling this? Um, so one, um, one thing that I, I've had to work with a lot is um, uh, with some at-home dysfunction, right? The childhood dysfunction of me being, um, if I'm if I'm being yelled at, like I'm being yelled at, or someone's raising their voice at me, even just a little, it can feel like it's so much bigger than what is what it actually is. Um, so I I can sit down, and just try and bring calm to myself, and and ask, well, hey, where am I feeling this? Um, a lot of times, I can feel like heat in my face. I can feel um, heat throughout my body, like shame, guilt, um, feeling embarrassed. Um, and so if I can't, if I can't find those names for the feelings, if I'm really, really in it and I can just describe it, I feel my face is really hot. Um, then I can think, all right, do I remember feeling this before? How old was I when I felt this before? Um, and so, you know, that's a feeling that I can remember having at like the youngest that I can picture, would be like six or seven years old, just being totally ashamed and embarrassed of what is going on. Um, and, and that's the age of the little one I'm talking to. That's the age of the little ECs. And I really try to keep that in mind as I go through the rest of this. Um, so 
I introduce myself to little ECs. Um, and so I'll, I, I keep in mind, I'm talking to a six or seven year old. So I sit down next to her and I, and I say, Hey, little ECs. Um, it's me, big ECs. <laughs> um, and it can feel really strange the first time, the first several times doing this, but, um, so I, I introduce myself, I sort of establish my qualifications because I know that I'm going to ask her some really hard things. Um, so I say, you know, I let her know some of the things that I've survived so that she can know that I can identify with what she's going through in that moment. Um, and and I kind of establish what my motives are in talking to her. You know, I let her know. Um, and I can, when I, when I say I walk through my qualifications, I mean, like, I go... I can go into a lot of detail with that where I say like, you know, I survived elementary school through, and I can mention specific challenges that came up, specific things at home or at school. Um, and then I, I went on to, um, to, to high school and I finished that. And I, and so I list my qualifications, the challenges very, very literally I'm talking to a six year old. I want her to understand what I've gone through um, and why I'm capable of and qualified to help her, um, to show up for her. And then I explained to her, you know, that I'm not just there for her, I'm also with her, right? My motives are to, to help carry the weight that she's feeling, um, to help relieve that weight from her. Um, and because I care about her, because I love her and I want her to feel happy and light, um, and then I let her know that it's not just me showing up. I let her know that there are so many other people with me. So I describe what my external support network looks like. I can specifically mention my therapist, my sponsor, people in my in my fellowship, uh, my my romantic partner, if that's relevant. Um, you know, especially you know if when I've done this work with my my sexual trauma letting the little one know that I am currently in a relationship with someone who loves me and loves that little Isis and really has our safety at the forefront um, and, and who is also on this journey with us of creating safety for little Isis. Um, and, I, and I make sure that she knows that before we even walk into talking about the what what it is, um, I make sure that she knows that she's really, really loved and really, really supported. Um, and then also I, as the adult, have to make sure that I'm following through on the things that I'm telling her. Uh, so then then I move into, into the work itself. Um, I thank her for having done all of this, this really incredible work, incredible effort for a six-year-old to have spent over a decade and a half um, taking care of me and all of my parts, trying to keep me safe from that feeling that, that is kind of taking over in that moment, that's really incredible. And so I, I make sure to, to acknowledge that, and to, to really validate um, the work that she's been doing. That's something that I didn't always get as a child, is that something that doesn't, that I don't, always get externally as an adult and I let her know that I'm here to give that to her. Um, so I, I thank her genuinely and thoroughly for the work that she has done. 
And then I let her know that it's not her job anymore. So I can say, little Isis, it's not your job to carry this anymore. Thank you so much for everything that you've done this far. I'll take it from here, okay? Let, let me take over. And so she already knows what my qualifications are. I can reiterate them if she's like, whoa, like, I don't think you're qualified. Who do you think you are? This is really important work. I'm doing this myself. And I just really gently and lovingly, like, I hear you. I hear you. And this is why I'm qualified. And we're going to go through this gently. We're going to go through this slowly and make sure that she hears the comfort that she needs to hear and keeping in mind that I'm in the best position to know what she needs to hear because I lived that. Um, and and then I ask her how she wants to release the weight of of what she's carrying, how how she wants to release that, that feeling of the burning in the face or if I can name it, that, that embarrassment, that shame. Um, and a lot of times for me, it's been, you know, wanting to release it in, um, in something having to do with nature. So I can picture, you know, holding her uh, floating in a river and, and just picturing the, the river's water washing away each, each experience where, where this, this big feeling came up um, from the initial one at age six and every subsequent one, I can just picture just I'm me, the adult holding her up and the little Isis just having everything just flow away, flow away from her. Sometimes it's it's a, a bigger thing. Like I've, I've had like fire tornadoes, um, just like really just incinerating every little piece of this painful experience um, until it's all of it is gone. And and I check in with her and I make sure like, is did we get everything? And if I realize a week or two later, a couple days later that there's something else and all right, I'm going in, checking back in with little EC so we can get rid of two. And then after that really detailed visualization where I take as long as I need, then I get to ask little ECs, what would you like to do instead with all of this energy that you have freed? What would you like to do instead? Um, Because she spent years and years and years working really hard at this one task and I'm taking this off her plate and it's really, really important. And now, I get to give her something else to do, a new task. So that can be, and this is where like um, the seventh promise can can come into, we learn to play and have fun in our lives, right? So I have like one little Isis that's standing on the top of the rainforest in Puerto Rico, looking down at the, at the mountain and at the ocean. Um, there's another one that's blowing bubbles. There's another one that's jumping rope. And so just, what is it that you want to do instead? How can I create joy and peace and serenity for you? And four minutes. Thank you. Um, and just, you know, really continuing with that gratitude for her. And and then I, I, I give her, before we sort of like wrap that up, I give her some tool for getting in touch with me. So I, I reassure her, I remind her, you don't have to go to that place anymore. You don't have to carry this anymore. If at any point you see yourself carrying this again, picking this back up, or you find yourself in that place again, ring this little bell and I will come running and I will come take care of you and I will remind you of anything you need me to remind you of. And I can take you back out of that room, out of that house, out of that classroom, 
whatever whatever it is in that moment and i can bring her to the safe space the the sense of comfort um i can bring her with me wherever i am you know and, and i get to take care of her in all of the ways that she needed to be taken care of um remembering again that i am just so uniquely qualified to take care of her to know what it is that she needs um because i as an adult can look back and say man i really wish that my parents had just blank and i can give that to little eces um one um i think just like miscellaneous side note um talking to i i, I have to always remember that i'm talking to that 6-year-old, 7-year-old, sometimes it's a 12-year-old, whatever age it is of that part that comes up um and i have to really really connect with that compassion and the gentleness and what helps most of the time is to picture my younger self i can look at a picture of myself when i was that age there are some things where it is hard for me to feel compassion toward a certain part and that's okay too and what has helped in those situations is to think of a person around that age that's in my life so if if i feel like it's hard for me to access the thought that like well it's it wasn't her fault that something happened and i say well she was 12 or 13 she really should have so if that if that critical parent voice is is louder in that moment i can think of my youngest sister and picture what she was like when she was 12 and like to me that that shifts it immediately um and so that that's one way that i can kind of access that compassion if picturing my younger self is not enough um and again so just to reiterate this is all one possible approach one configuration that has worked for me does not always work for me it is not 100% perfect it does always require a lot of gentleness and whenever i do this particular exercise i have to make sure to follow it up with a lot of gentleness to myself and you know if, if i'm doing it in if i were to do it right now for example I'll just make sure to have the rest of the night be easy and just be gentle have some tea cozy up with blankets and really be present with myself to see what it is that i need to to really nurture um all all parts of myself um yeah that that's it that's what i've got <laughs>